Today on episode number 848, I've heard people say a lot, I can't find any guests for my podcast. And I think what they're really saying, because there's this thing called Google, is I can't find any good guests for my podcast. So I've rounded up a ton of resources to help you find podcast guests for your show. And I don't normally market super hard the school of podcasting in this show, but I am going to explain why you shouldn't be afraid and sit there and think, ah, I know what he's doing there. He's going to get me. No, I'm not here to get you. I'm here to help you plan, launch, and grow your podcast. Hit it, ladies. The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Podcasting since 2005, I am your award-winning Hall of Fame podcast coach, Dave Jackson, thanking you so much for tuning in. If you are new to the show, this is where I help you plan, launch, and grow your podcast. My website is schoolofpodcasting.com. If after listening to today's episode, you want to join, simply go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash listener. That's L-I-S-T-E-N-E-R. And you'll save on either a monthly or yearly subscription. And of course, that comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So today, I got to tell you, I was working on one kind of episode. And there are times when you're like, you know what? This needs to go back in the oven. This isn't something that I'm like, hmm, I got new stuff I want to hear or I want you to hear and things like that. And so I went back and this is one of the reasons why you really want to find something to capture your ideas so that later when you go, hmm, I'm not sure what I'm going to talk about, you can flip in. In my case, I use Evernote. I have a course for this at the School of Podcasting, and I just had a note there that said, problems finding guests. And there's a part of me that always kind of want to go like, have you not heard of Google? Because I, here's how I find my guests. 90% of the time, it's somebody I hear on another podcast. It's someone I meet at a, an event, or I just had one of these this week. I had a member of my audience that said, Hey, I just heard somebody on a podcast. I think they'd make a good guest and here's why. So thank you, Mark. I appreciate that. And they probably are going to come on the show. So when in doubt, that should be one of my t-shirts. When in doubt, ask your audience. And maybe that's something you should look into. Hey, dear audience, do you know somebody that you think would be a good fit for my show? Now, that means you need to understand who you're looking for. And I had somebody this week, it was a booking agent, and they said, hey, are you open to having guests? And if so, what are you looking for? And I was like, you know, that's a really good strategy. But it also made me think, like, what am I looking for? And the answer is my audience wants to know how to grow their podcast. My audience wants to know how to monetize their podcast in some cases. But primarily, it's like, what are you doing to grow? That's by far the number one question that I get. And so Mark suggested a person who not only grew her show, but quit her day job. And I was like, yeah, I want to talk to that person because for a lot of us, we're like, yeah, that doesn't sound bad. Our buddy Glenn the Geek Hebert from Horse Radio Network actually sold his network. 
Isn't that amazing? How cool is that? You're like, wait, we talked about this last week. Is it time to sell your podcast? Well, Glenn sold his whole network and the beauty of it, I was kind of chatting with him this week, is he said, man, I just had the best meeting ever. And I go, why is that? And he's like, I just had a meeting with the sales team and they're not going to do all my sales. And I talked to the the website team and they're going to do all that stuff. And so he is actually going to be the guy that just shows up and talks into the microphone. So if you haven't listened to episode 847, go out to schoolofpodcasting.com slash 847. But I met Glenn at an event. That's how he became a guest. So I said to this person, that's kind of who I'm looking for. If you've got a strategy that helps grow your show, if you have a great because of my podcast story, I'd love to hear from you. You can go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash because and just answer the question. Hey, because of my podcast, blank happened. And it doesn't have to be earth shattering. Feel free to uh, do that. But in some cases, I've had people leave an answer that I'm like, wait a minute, I want to dig into this. And it turns into a full interview. If you have a service that you think podcasters would appreciate and is different than everything else that's out there, because we're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about how do I find guests for my podcast. By all means, if you know somebody that meets that criteria, tell them, or why don't you contact me? Because I know you, you're my listener and say, hey, Dave, I Listen to episode 848, and I I thought uh, I have somebody that might be a good guest for you. Because right there, you know me, and I, okay, I don't really know you, but I know if you say something, and it it's really easy to prove that you're a listener of this show, that is now a warm introduction versus a cold introduction. So if you're looking for guests, say, hey, here's who I'm looking for. Here's what I... Uh, am trying to find out or whatever. And if you know somebody like that, then by all means, send them over to schoolofpodcasting.com slash contact. I remember when Cliff Ravenscrafts first got into podcasting, one of his heroes was Dan Miller from 48 Days to the Work You Love. And he said, hey, does anybody know Dan Miller? And one of his audience members was like, yeah. And they introduced each other, and Dan is now, I think Cliff is actually still editing Dan's show, if I remember right. So when in doubt, ask your audience. And today, if you're looking for guests, and again, I think the problem is it's not finding people to interview. It's finding the right people to interview, because I've got a ton of resources that we're going to talk about right after this. Since we're talking resources this week, I said last week that I would let you know what I'm doing. I'm playing with this text thing. If you text the word follow to 833-204-4045, that number again, 833-204-4045, you'll see where you'll get a message from me that says, hey, if you're on an Android phone, click this link. If you're on a you know, iOS phone, click this and you can follow the show. And I am playing with text magic. Uh, I, they do have an affiliate program. I believe if you go to support this show.com slash text magic, or just go to school of podcasting.com slash eight, four, eight, I'll have a link there. And the reason I liked this over other tools 
is many of them, they charge you like $20 a month, $25 a month, et cetera. And I'm not using this to send marketing messages to you. I have a thing about marketing this week that I'm going to talk about as well, but I'm not going to be sending you messages. Hey, join the school of podcasting via text messages. I hate getting marketing messages. I am on somebody's uh, political list now that I keep typing stop and they are not stopping. So I'm not doing that. I just want to send you a link so you can follow. Or I believe if you type the word news to again, 833-204-4045, you can get a link to join my newsletter. And the reason I'm using this particular system is you put in money I think I put in 20 bucks and it's $4 a month for the phone line. And I want to say four cents per text that I send to people. So that $20 is going to last me a while. And the the one thing I miss is it used to be you could text, you know, three, five, six, seven to podcast or something. It was a little less numbers. So now the fact that you have to remember 833-204-4045 and a word, whether it's follow or news. Uh, but uh, so far, that was in, that got that particular message, which is short, you just heard it, it got in front of about a thousand people. And so far, I have had zero takers on it. So I always like to test things and let you know if they're working or not. Now, this is brand new and people might be going, you, you do what to what? Yeah, so I'm going to do this for a little bit. And the good news is I'm not out a ton of cash if this doesn't work. I'm also, and there are more uh, media hosts that are doing this. I'm using Libsyn and those are being inserted dynamically because one of the things I was worried about was what if I put this in to, you know, text uh, follow to 833-204-4045 and then I quit using this. I'm going to have a bunch of episodes with a phone number. It doesn't work. And I was like, ah, let's put them in dynamically. And then later, if I decide to quit, all I have to do is pull those ads out and no one will ever know I even tested with it besides the fact that it'll be in my show notes. But that's what I'm playing with. Text magic links in the show notes at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 848. It has been a while since we've talked about interviews. I have a course out at the School of Podcasting, all things interviews, but I did a kind of brain dump. And it was called The Ultimate Guide to Hosting and Guesting Podcast Interviews. You can find that at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 678. And of course, I'll have a link to that in the show notes. And one of the things, if you're trying to get on somebody's show, because I have some new information here, is the problem is you're doing a cold introduction. So the answer is warm it up. And I was listening to this show, and I've mentioned this as well. When you approach somebody, it's kind of cool if somebody goes, oh, you're you're that person. So if I'm trying to get Dan from Focusrite on the show, I might copy him on a tweet or reply to a tweet or whatever he's doing on Instagram or TikTok or whatever, and just be a, hey, great show, loved it. Whatever it is, something specific again, if you can prove that you actually read or listened to whatever they said so that when they go, who's this school of podcasting guy? And you come over and say, Oh, by the way, I've, I've listened to the last few episodes. Would you be interested? I know you have an expertise in this. My audience would like that. 
Would you like to come on the show? Yada, 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 et cetera, et cetera. So try not to make it such a cold introduction. And what I see all the time is people do form letters. I got one last week. It was like, hey, uh, listen to your podcast. I'm a big fan. Would love to have you or would love to introduce you to, you know, Captain Ahab. He'd be a great guest for your show because blah, blah, blah. Here's a bunch of reasons that have nothing to do with your show. And I'm like, yeah, no. So, and I would say, number one, address the person by name. Say something that proves you listen to their show. And then explain to them how their expertise will benefit your audience. And I was just watching a video. I've done a lot of research on this for this episode. And one person used a bunch of these services that we're going to mention. And he said in doing pitches to people, he said it was around a 16% success rate. So if you're a person, it seems like, man, every time I say, hey, can I come on your show? Or would you like to come on? Like, I'm not getting anything. Like maybe 20% of the time I get some sort of reply. Apparently that is at least with a survey of two now, somewhat normal. And what I like to do is there is a, you can use, HubSpot has a free CRM. Now that stands for Contact Relationship Manager, if I remember right, Uh, Customer Relationship Manager. I use a thing called Less Annoying CRM. That is the actual name of the software. Links in the show notes. I do have an affiliate link for that. So schoolofpodcasting.com slash 848. And what I love about it is I'm not trying to make a sales funnel. We'll talk again about marketing here in a bit. I'm not trying to make a sales funnel. I just want something to remind me to contact you in three months. Uh, I use this a lot with my students. It's like, hey, when they sign up, I, I put a thing to contact them in a week and then contact them in two weeks and et cetera, et cetera. So I'm always kind of nudging you to keep going because, well, you're doing something that's out of your comfort zone and sometimes you need me to come along and nudge you. So that is a tool you can use to follow up with who you've actually sent messages to and things of that nature. So that is one tool you might look into because sometimes you can't remember who you've contacted. And what's cool about this is if they actually do reply to your email Behind the scenes, it is blind carbon copying a special email address that works with the software so that their reply will also go into the software. So that's a tool you can use that can kind of at least organize who you've contacted and who you haven't. And you can add them to groups. You can do all sorts of classifications. It's a really cool thing. It's, I think it's $15 a month. Now, the a uh, HubSpot one is free and it's super flexible, uh, but you're going to spend an hour maybe setting it up. So that might be something you look into. And of course, there's always Google Sheets and Excel Sheets and things like that. This is actually meant for contact management. So there are, though, besides Google, tools that are supposed to make finding a guest easy. And here's the fun thing. If you've listened to my show, my goal is to make you laugh, cry, think, groan, educate, or entertain. And I'm going to kind of educate you about these tools, but this is going to be about as fun as reading somebody's LinkedIn bio. 
So I'm going to kind of skip through these a little bit and just realize if you go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash 848, or these are all from a website that I maintain called podcastingresources.com. The one that by far that I've had more people contact me about being on their show is podcastguest.com. That's podcast singular, guest plural, dot com. It's also probably more affordable. Now, this is, you can use it for free, but they have a paid program, but it's not, you know, $8 million per second like some of them. Uh, one that's getting a lot of kind of play in the news a little bit. And so I'll have links to all of these, by the way, is Guestio. Uh, I believe it's G-U-E-S-T dot I-O. This is, according to their website, the world's only marketplace to find professional guests and platforms. Now, all the stuff I say about these things, unless I say this is my opinion, is going to be from their website. So you can see it's the world's only marketplace. I love words like only and greatest and et cetera, because, you know, the one thing I love is the statement, there are no absolutes, because that statement in itself is an absolute. So, uh, but people have been talking about this one because this is the one where you can charge people to come on your show. And if you're super popular, you can charge people for coming on their show. And if you do any of that stuff, you need to disclose it. Kim Kardashian just paid a lot of money. Well, it's, you know, it's in the couch cushions for her, but it was a lot of money because she wasn't really disclosing everything that she was doing. Being an influencer, so Guestio is, uh, that's kind of their claim to fame. Pod, Padverb, you can use Padverb. Sounds like somebody from Boston. Um, it's, it, you know, normally people in Ohio would say Podverb, but they're like, ah, Padverb, P-A-D verb, to discover new exciting interview guests. Our site lists more than uh, 10,000 influencers, organized professionals, categories, yada, yada, yada. Podmatch, I know Alex, the guy that runs this, Imagine your favorite online dating app, but instead of using it for finding dates, you're booking podcast interviews. And I've told Alex, I go, I would love to try this out, but Alex asked for my birth date. And I was like, "Mm, that's a little creepy because I just signed up for this other one called matchmaker.fm. They just asked me how old I was. They didn't ask me for my birth date. I can tell you how old I am. Asking for my exact birth date, I went, uh, hmm. But here's the difference thing about Podmatch that I was like, that's cool. And Alex is a, a really nice guy. He's, I think he lives in Florida. I've met him a few times at Podfest. Is he actually went through and thinned the herd? Because a lot of these places are going to go, we have eight gazillion people in our database. Kind of like, I don't know, Anchor. We got 4 million podcasts in our data. Okay, but only like, I don't know, 37 of them have been, you know, active in the last week. And so uh, Alex at Podmatch went through and said, look, if you haven't logged in in a certain amount of time, and he he deleted them. He wants, he's looking for quality over quantity. And I was like, that, in my opinion, sets Podmatch ahead. Now, I've never used it again because I'm not giving him my birthday. But Alex, I love you, buddy. Change that. I will gladly tell you I'm in my 50s, but I don't want to give you my birthday. Uh, Podcast Guesting Pro is dedicated is a dedicated podcast booking agency. Uh, actually, I didn't realize this. We're going to talk about those in a little bit. We'll come back to that. Anchor Guest. Now, this has nothing to do with Anchor, 
So if you're like, oh no, Dave's going to talk about Anchor. No, they just picked Anchor Guest because, you know, if I'm picking a brand, I want something that brings to mind something that weighs you down and stops you from moving forward. But it says, create your, fo- your profile as a podcaster or a guest speaker or both and get booked as a podcast guest. They had a pretty cool search field in there when I was playing with it. Uh, we talked about going back to, uh, so that's just some of them. I mean, there are tons of these. So podcastguest.com, guestio, padverb, podmatch, uh, matchmaker.fm. Um, here's one, Refonic. Oh, that's a database. Audrey.io is one where you can find. Now, their whole thing is collaboration. So it's not just finding guests, but people to collaborate. You can do promo swaps and things of that nature. Um, there was one called Podbooker, the easiest way to get booked on podcasts. All right. Uh, Radio Guest List has been around forever. They have an email list that's like, hey, so-and-so needs so-and-so. Perfect Podcast Guest produces uh, for producers, podcast hosts, and schedulers. Get free access to top-notch industry experts, authors, thought leaders, executives, etc. Command Your Brand is an agency. And there are a lot of these agencies. I already mentioned uh, Podcast Guesting Pro. Then there is Command Your Brand. And then there are some that have been around for forever. Uh, the grand, I would say granddaddy, the grandma of them all is Jessica over at Interview Connections. We will find and book the right guest on your show. Tom is a guy that is very active in the podcasting community over at Interview Valet. They've been around forever. They help amazing brands grow their business with podcast interview marketing. Kickcaster, I believe, is in the UK. Let's schedule your podcast interviews on the world's top podcast. Now, the thing that's kind of a bummer about this is none of those places. So this is someone who will actually go do like knocking on the doors. Hey, I have Dave Jackson. Would you like to have him on your show? And for the record, the answer to that is yes. If you ask me, Dave, will you come on my show? I almost say no to almost no one. But the thing that it's kind of drives me nuts about those particular services, they're great people, but they don't tell you how much they charge. It's call and set up an appointment and we'll, and the reason for that, for the record, by the way, is you can negotiate. I've read numerous articles. Again, I did a lot of research on this. So when they go, yeah, it's uh, $500 uh, per episode, you can go, mm, how about mm, 375 And they might take that. If they, I'm not sure if these services do, but I know some services go, oh, there's a $700 setup fee. And that's where you just go, yeah, I don't think so. Don't pay the setup fee. Uh, expert bookers, we ensure you get outstanding customer service and quality bookings because we work one-on-one with you. Um, that is one I believe that charges $600 for two interviews. So you're talking about spending. That's the cheapest I saw anywhere, by the way, which is basically $300 for an interview and you need to buy two of them. So the question is, how much time are you spending trying to get on a show and how much time, you know, that's, it sounds like a lot of money. It depends on how much a money you have and B how much time you have. I always say we're going to pay with one of two currencies, time or money. Use the one that you have the most of Uh, podcast bookers. We deliver more SEO and lead generation than any other podcast guesting service period. And again, they are charging $600 for two interviews. Then there is, uh, this was one pod C agent. So it's 
Podcagent. And that's what I'm like, really? Is your best podcast booking agent partner to deliver your best connections? That's from their website. Padino is the agency that inspires to make the world a better place. There are tons of these things. Uh, podcasting you. Now this one, I was like, Hey, look, somebody actually took something from podcasting. Podcasting you will help you get on other shows that are real estate based. So I was like, Oh, there you go. So it's not just a booking service. They niche down, which I'm surprised more people don't do. Like, Hey, I will get you on entrepreneur shows or I will get you on health and wellness shows or I will that if I'm setting up one of these services, because trying to know the top influencers in every niche is crazy. Uh, guest booker, we find guests for your TV and radio show. And then there are places like Podcast Clout. There are a few of these. In fact, I'm actually not going to link to these in the show notes. Uh, you can find them again at podcastingresources.com because they're big giant databases of podcasters. And they're supposed to be able to show you who has the most downloads and stuff, which I'm kind of like, how are you doing that legally? But it is a big database of emails. So when I complain about people emailing me every day with these bland blanket emails, they're using a database and they're just doing a form letter. So now here's something you may not know of. There are some places that will actually use, it's free, they're emails and they will send you, hey, so-and-so at the such-and-such chronicles or whatever is looking for someone to talk about blah, blah, blah. And one of them is help a reporter. And via help a reporter, I was actually mentioned in the Orange County Register many moons ago, which of course you then take their logo and you put it on your website and you say as featured in or as heard on or something like that. But I actually did reach out to somebody from help a reporter and got into a uh, newspaper. Now, for those of you that are under 30, a newspaper was this paper product with black ink on it that you could read. Anyway, uh, and then another one is Response Source. This is very much like Help a Reporter, but it's hundreds of journalists who send requests through Response Source each week. They used to be a little more uh, Twitter. They would They would kind of harvest things from journalists on Twitter that you would then reply to. But there are places that are looking for that, that, uh, you know, you can look at and go, oh, they're looking for somebody who, you know, they're looking for men in their fifties to blah, 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 blah. Well, there you go. You just reach out to them and say, I'm who you're looking for. And in my case, they went, great. Can you answer this question? Or can you send us a paragraph about this topic? And I did. And they mentioned me in the article. So why does this take so much time? Well, I went to my friend Google and I typed in weight loss for men in their 50s because I am a man in my 50s who needs to lose some weight. And I found a really cool article about, you guessed it, how to lose weight in your 50s for men. So I'm going very specific on this. 12 simple strategies to lose your weight. And it was written by Julie Stewart and Marty Munson. And silly me, I thought Marty was a dude. Now, why did I think that? Because I'm a dude. And so it turns out Marty is, according to her profile at LinkedIn, the health director at Marty's, at Marty's, at Men's Health Magazine, which of course is where this article was featured. And so I went to LinkedIn. 
I clicked on contact info and I saw where she had a really old, horrible WordPress website called Try Everything, spelled T-R-I, everything.wordpress.com. And I went there and it loaded forever. She hasn't updated it since 2011. But at the bottom, there it was at Men's Health Mag, at Women's Health Mag, and basically some contact information for her. So you just kind of have to keep going and going. So I know I could go here and I go here like you can see what I'm doing. I'm clicking on her Twitter link. And I know that behind the scenes, she's probably the person that is reading this. So I might go there and say, hey, I really enjoyed. First of all, if I can, when I go to the website, 12 Simple Strategies to Lose Weight After 50, I scroll to the bottom and you know what it says here? It's so shocking. It says I should eat more fruits and vegetables. Have you ever heard of such a thing? What kind of voodoo witchcraft are they talking about? Uh, Stop drinking sugar. I'm trying to find the bottom of this article. And at the bottom, they don't allow me to leave a comment. Now, if I could, I would say, hey, I really like this part in the article where you guys talked about such and such. I hate fruits and veggies. And um, there is no way, unfortunately, to find her contact information here. So the best thing I have right now is, you know, this Twitter feed for men's health. And that's where you can go, hey, I really like that article about losing weight for men over 50. I'm trying to get in touch with Marty or Julie. And this is why podcasting takes time because I may not get any kind of reply on that. And that's where you can just politely retweet things that they retweet, follow them on Instagram, just kind of try to surround them in a polite, but not so much stalker way. So that when you say, yes, I do a podcast about men trying to lose weight in their fifties. And I I saw this article, I would love to promote the article and talk about it. And you guys, you know, promote men's health, et cetera, et cetera, and go from there and realize that there's a really good chance that they might say no. And so the problem is, is if your show is entirely interviews, you better have multiple irons in the fire and just picture what I just did here, which took all of somewhere between five and 10 minutes. And you multiply that by 10. I've just spent an hour trying to find a guest and not only a guest, but a good guest. Again, that's kind of the, the hard part here. And a lot of these people are either a not going to get back to me at all. And this is where for me, it starts with, I need to get their attention. And so I mentioned at the beginning of this, use their name. And then if you email them, say something like, you know, 12 simple strategies to lose weight after 50, love number seven about fruits and veggies. It's going to show them that I read the article. And I'm here to tell you that that might not get you booked as a guest or get them on your show as a guest, but it is going to get them to probably maybe as opposed to, ah, no way open up your email because most of them or are horrible. But I wanted to uh, kind of approach this, give you some resources and, and just let you know that, yeah, this takes a lot of time and that's where 
the more you can kind of get used to talking to, like I am right now, the invisible person across the table from me, you can do interview shows. Interviews grow your network and solo shows grow your influence. And I'm trying to help make interview shows a little easier. I'll also put links out at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 848. There are specific Facebook groups. I believe there are specific Reddit groups that are simply people going, I'm looking for this. I'm looking for that. I actually pondered at one time. I think I own the domain, my favorite podcast guest or something like that, where people would just say, hey, I'm Dave Jackson from the schoolofpodcasting.com. My favorite podcast guest would be somebody who can talk about blah, 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 with the goal being that podcasters would listen to it and go, oh, either I'm your perfect guest or I know somebody who is. And then it dawned on me that I need another podcast, like a hole in the head. And so I decided not to. So that's my thoughts right now. A way to hopefully help you find guests for your show. Now, if I missed the strategy, because there's always LinkedIn. I didn't even mention that. LinkedIn's a good place to look. There are all sorts of places to look. And if you have something that's working a lot or a strategy that you do to get people on your show, I would love to hear from you. Schoolofpodcasting.com slash contact. As I was clicking around many of these different places that are supposed to be focused on helping you get booked on a show, also had many other podcasting services. And as I run a website that teaches people how to plan, launch, grow, and monetize their show, I was looking at some of these and I saw like one had a one single course on how to get booked on podcasts, which probably tells you exactly what I just told you. And one course was 500 bucks. And I was like, holy shnikes. My, the, the, if you buy a single course at the School of Podcasting, it's $200. And for the record, that makes no sense because you can sign up for much less than that, blow through every course I have and quit in a month. And I wanted to point out that because I don't charge like a marketer. Now, why don't I do that? Because I'm not a marketer. Not that all marketers are bad, but my background's in teaching and I like to help people. In fact, recently on the advice of A, many members of the School of Podcasting and a business coach, I raised my prices. But it's still nothing near what a lot of people are charging. And I realize that some people are probably thinking what I'm thinking. And let me explain to you what I did. I'm always buying new courses because A, my background's in teaching. And if you're not learning, you're going backwards. And number two, I want to see kind of what their onboarding process is and just how they bring their students on. I'm always making sure that the School of Podcasting has a great onboarding system has a beautiful community where people feel safe, et cetera, et cetera. And so I bought this course. I'm not going to out the person, but it was like, it was on Facebook. It was like, hey, 37 bucks. You watch this webinar. It's going to show you how to be a hero on TikTok and get a gazillion downloads and viewers and subscribers and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right, 37 bucks. How bad can it be? So I buy the $37 product. And of course, the minute I buy it, it's like, hey, way to go. Uh, you know, buy my second product for X amount of money. And I was like, mm, no. Uh, and then I, when I said no, it said, oh, hey, you're, you're missing the opportunity. By the way, you can buy everything I have for like $3,000 or something. It was ridiculous. And I was like, okay. And then when I listened to the webinar, 
it was a two hour webinar and I'm not making this up. 51 minutes. The first 51 minutes were him pitching like, Oh, here's one of my customers. Look at him. He's blowing up. Here's Sarah. She's blowing up. She's doing a thing. Look at this guy. He's old. He's blowing up. Like, yeah, that's, that's really what I paid my now. Granted it's $37. Okay. It's not a ton of cash, but I did the same thing. I signed up for a, a course on kind of communities and such. Uh, there's one guy that's doing it great. And another person that again, was an upsell He's like, Hey, I've got this other thing that can help you do this and this and that. And it's only an additional, I think I paid 99 bucks for the first thing. And it was like another 30 for this other thing. And I was like, you know what, if that actually does what it says it's going to do, I will buy that. So he's, he's got me cause my, my credit card is in my hand. That's why they do upsells. I get that. And then the third one was like, hey, if you want to be a superstar and be part of my VIP only here, and it literally was $1,000. And then I said, no. And it's like, what about three payments of 300? And I was like, no. And then the email just keeps coming like, hey, you missed that opportunity for that $1,000. I'm like, I said, no, no means no, kids. And so I just wanted to point out that if you ever look at the school of podcasting and go, well, this can't be any good. It's not even a hundred bucks a month. The reason for that is I'm giving you everything I have. There are no upsells. I'm not going to hound you. I'm going to hound you to make a podcast because that's what you hired me for. I'm the person that's going to go, hey, I noticed you uh, signed up two weeks ago and you haven't even looked at the courses yet. Anything I can do to help? Because in some cases, that's what people are hiring me for. Like, I want you to be annoying and make me get out of my comfort zone. That's that's what I do. I'm a teacher. That's what I do. And so I just wanted to point that out, that if you've ever looked at the school of podcasting and said, well, wait a minute, this guy's charging three easy payments of 667. This person's charging three easy payments of 496. And this person, and like, Dave's not even charging 100. Yeah, it's, I'm a teacher. And I love to help people. And I'm trying to make enough money to pay off some debts that I have and things like that. And I get a big kick out of helping you start a podcast. But if you're worried that if you sign up at such a low, low price that you're going to get a bunch of emails asking you to buy my book. No, (laughs) sorry, I'm not. I hate upsells as much as you do. It's built into the program I'm using. I'm using Podia and I could easily add a ton of upsells. But in the same way that I hit getting text messages, uh, marketing text messages to my phone, I'm not going to do that to you. And in the same way that I hate somebody going, hey there, rock star, so glad that you bought my product. Now let's get you to the VIP tent. No, I'm not going to do that either. I just want to help you plan, launch, grow. And if you want to monetize your podcast. So if you ever see that at the website, don't go, ah, I know what he's doing here. He's going to upsell me. No, I'm not. I wanted to give a quick shout out to Mark over at podcastbranding.co. If you need artwork for your podcast, check out Mark. And he let me know that when you go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash question, I had said that you could hear the current question in its entirety. And it's a really weird thing. I'm not sure what's going on. I just uploaded the MP3 file to WordPress and it would put like this weird WordPress player on it. It wasn't showing up. So I have since remedied that. So if you went over there and went, wait, where's the question thing? Yeah, thanks to Mark for that. In fact, Mark, I'm going to have a a clip of Mark on the show in the future where we're talking about how he changed some verbiage and it really 
uh, is going, it's been boosting his crowdfunding efforts. So that'll be in a future episode. And of course, if you want to never miss an episode, go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash follow. A couple other calls to action. I know I always say do one. I'm going to bring up one that I, I rarely talk about. If you just can't get enough Dave, go over to youtube.com slash Dave Jackson. I'm at like 2,900 and something, something, and I'm so close, mm, so close to getting 3,000 subscribers. So if you ever like, hey, I like Dave, I like YouTube, try mixing Dave and YouTube together. They're usually pretty short. There's also Ask the Podcast Coach, but most of those are hidden. It's usually quick little like four or five minute tips about podcasting. In the future, I will be talking about uh, TikTok. I have kind of said Chinese government be damned and I'm playing with TikTok. And uh, the last thing, if you just need more Dave, schoolofpodcasting.com slash newsletter, which I give links to what I've been working on, what's coming up in the future, a little behind the scenes. And it's a very quick read. So those are three things that you can do to get more Dave. Schoolofpodcasting.com slash follow. YouTube.com slash David Jackson, by the way. Uh, Otherwise, you'll end up with some guy in Europe. Uh, I'll have links to all these out at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 848. Until next week, take care. God bless. Class is dismissed.